Welcome back to the Can't Stay Quiet podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me today. Today's episode is a little bit different. I'm sharing an interview that I did with Winnipeg Alternative Media a couple weeks ago, and we talk all around the conversation of book banning that's been going on and the sexually explicit material that is in our children's schools and libraries. So we talk a little bit about local politics, but I hope no matter where you are that this conversation is helpful in knowing how to uh, come against some of these questions that are coming up around this topic. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's bring on um, really the star of the show tonight, of course, um, not just for her bravery, um, but for the fact that I think, I think some of the comments in, in the legislature of Manitoba recently might have been even maybe directed towards her. Uh, and I think that's amazing. I've been in that same position before. It's a good place to be. Samantha Boswell. Samantha, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back. It's great to have you back. Yeah, it almost feels like it's been too long. It's probably been a few months, and a lot has happened since then. There's always so many things happening. There's always so many things happening. And that's like, I guess that's really a sad thing to say because of the fact that we're talking about so many things happening um, in being very destructive to children's lives. So, uh, you know, um, not really the kind of... Um, uh, not really the kind of like busy news item that you want to be very consistent, uh, but yet yeah, here we are. Yeah. So let's jump right into it. As I kind of mentioned, the comments in the legislature as of recent, mostly from NDP, I don't know, uh, maybe I've missed it. Maybe you would know better than I. There might have been some liberals. Heck, I mean, at this point in time, there might even be some conservatives that have said equally uh, terrifying things. Uh, but NDP, for sure, Nahani Fontaine, for sure, um, you know, the book banning claims and, well, basically the book banning rants that we've heard specifically from Nahani. I wanted to go throw it to you to, on the record, in a sense, this, you know, because this is live, and this is recorded, and this is kind of on the record, comment back on what you, you know, I'm sure you've heard the comments made by Nahani and possibly others in the legislature. What do you think? What do you feel when you see and hear that? Yeah, um, it's been crazy to see how fast that term has just caught on, literally just to gaslight parents. Mm -hmm. Such an absurd term. Um, there are so many books that a lot of people would agree are not appropriate for children. And just because you don't think children should have access to those books, that doesn't make it book banning. Um, if that was the case, then it would be fine to read something like Fifty Shades of Grey to a kindergartner, but I'm pretty sure we can all agree that that's not okay. Um, so I'm happy to be labeled as a book banner if that's what that means to them. Um, but I really think there's a huge difference on showing children explicit sexual content and what they are considering or what should be actually their definition of book banning. Um, should we ban ideas we don't like? No, of course not. But should we ban sexually explicit material that actually is under the criminal code so it should be illegal? Yes, we should. Yeah, and I, I do want to just put a little heads up right now. I am going to put a couple of images up on screen this broadcast that I have never done before. They are kind of blurred out, but, you know, just for whatever possible chance that anybody does have young children in the room, uh, tell them to leave for this broadcast. This broadcast is not going to be for children. So let's just make sure we have that under control right now. Uh, yeah, don't have children watching the screen in the next few minutes because I will show a few things and it's, it's, it's yeah, the blurs do nothing. 
we can all see what's there. And that's for a reason, I guess. Anyways, so let, let's move further into that conversation. Now, of course, like, like, you know, book banning, right? I think, like, when we're talking about, because I just want to kind of start to clarify how we want to move forward in this conversation. Um, like, book banning would, of course, be saying that you don't want the book to exist anywhere. Have yourself or anybody that you've been involved in this with ever said that? No, there has been differences of opinion from the parents that don't want it to have access to kids, whether or not it should be in the library at all. So there is a split on that. Some would say it should just be in the adult section of the library. Uh-huh. Others would say if this actually is against the criminal code and these even drawings are depicting minors in sexual scenarios, uh-huh. then it should be illegal because it's going against the criminal code. So it shouldn't even be in the adult section of the library so i have heard those two different takes from both sides that you know don't think it's appropriate for children may, may i ask a question samantha sure are you are you talking about public libraries or school libraries um so in this case public libraries so i was in a council okay. meeting yesterday that was just public libraries that were being discussed however i know that this is a whole nother issue for school libraries as well yeah if, yes. if it's a school library they shouldn't be there at all exactly yes you know, if it's a if it's a public library, then move them to the adult section. I, I agree with you. I I would uh, suggest that even <laughs> some of them are books for grooming, and they shouldn't be there at all. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's where this conversation comes down. Just so we can better point out how the opposing side to what's being uh, put forth here in a conversation like this is uh is is misusing terminology and lying we'll just call it, we'll call it what it is is lying about what's being said and what's being asked for and what's being questioned now i mean and again samantha this is why we want you here uh for this broadcast and hopefully for many others um is like this conversation and from you know again from your from your point being involved with a lot of different parents who have similar but maybe slightly differing you know kind of opinions on um on you know on on this uh this problem um is is it about saying that the books should simply never exist or of course or is it a sense of sort of compromise like of course you know like well we you know we as parents want to be able to question and put into question why they have to be there and why they should be there and then say that, that we don't want them to be there and let's have that conversation and then let's have the conversation about where where they could be yeah yes and no and i think it depends on the books so some of them where you know again ndps and liberals want to say that conservatives use the word groomer in a liberal way that is you know not acceptable um but there is a book that encourages or asks the question rather i should say to a child that maybe they've masturbated when someone else was in the room. Yes, yes. Like, I will show images about that. Why would you ever ask a child that question? Like, that is, there's no reason for that. And to make it seem normal as if they would have done that when someone else was there. Yeah. So I think there are books and cases like that where I really don't think they should be anywhere because I think they're going to lead to abuse. And they're normalizing things that are just going to open the door to other abuse for them. So I think it's harmful and dangerous in that way. And I agree. And, I, and let's let's call this what it is, because it absolutely is grooming, because now we've had way too much, um, uh, way too many events, way too many actual uh, things occurring. Uh, now it's on the record that there is so many teachers who are 
basically yelling and screaming about this and taking this, like even taking this as protest right to their classrooms, never wanting to engage the parents, so on and so forth. Um, so when you have adults acting like that, thinking that it, they're, it's safe to do so just because they have the power and the parents are not in the room, that is the definition of grooming. That's the definition. So it is what it is. Like yeah. it is, it absolutely is. Um, but again, so let, let's say, let's say um, some of these god awful books were available on amazon would you would you say no 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 and and want to go ahead and say ban them off amazon or would you just kind of say okay they're out of the schools they're out of the libraries so don't call us book banners because you know you want to sell them on the internet somebody wants to go purchase them with uh, out of their own pocket Again, I think it depends because some of these images really do like they're they're cartoon images of minors having sex or you can't tell the age that's being depicted. So again, if the argument's going to be made that it's going against the criminal code, then no, like <laughs> I do think that they, they shouldn't be purchased and available on Amazon. I do think that. Um, some of them might just be more mature content. I flipped through one book that was just talking about conception. And actually through reading it, it seemed like a somewhat even pro-life book, like it was explaining the development. So it might not be appropriate to be in the kids section of the library, but it maybe should be categorized somewhere else. I will talk to you about the categorization of these books. So some of the publishers say that these books are sexual instruction mm-hmm. instead of sexual education. And I think that's a really big, uh, important thing to distinguish because uh, media, you know, NDP people are talking about this as if it, you're just not in favor of sexual education. But a lot of us parents, I would say the majority of us, are very much in favor of there being sexual education is important and not every child is going to have parents that are going to tell them the things they need to know. Um, But if I flash back to when I had sex ed in grade six, uh, I didn't need these sexually explicit images to, you know, teach the basic concepts. And so that's where I think some of these, yeah, shouldn't be there at all. It has to be age appropriate. It has to be age appropriate, Sex, yeah. sex ed for, for 10-year-olds or even grade six, I, I would argue, is, is way too early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, and I, 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 I agree, actually. Um, so past that point, then... If we're talking, you know what, then I guess we have to talk about that, I guess, this this next point. Because then if it is supposed to be a bit of a conversation of, well, yes, these things are so bad in such an egregious fashion that we are talking about, like, yeah, like, we don't want them, we don't want to see them available anywhere. But they do already exist. We're not going to go as far as book burning. Sure. I don't think. Um, <laughs> well, we're not so, Nazis. So that, yeah, yeah. So then there's, of course, what's what's left? What's left for the left to go try to attack us on, right? Um, because of course we can go use the fact, and this has to be mentioned every single time, that them wanted to go claim that only this conversation is a conversation surrounding book bur- uh, book banning is disgusting because if you were to write a book right now saying that you want to go put into question um the reality of say um what a male residential schools you would be told to never bring that book anywhere near a library a public school a storefront everywhere where these other books are so do we have hypocrisy samantha i want to throw that to you yeah, well, I think to just just go a little bit going back to your question about Amazon, knowing that the library is also like a tax 
funded space that's run by the government. I think there is a bit of a yep. differentiation there that we have more of a say and a claim yep. on what should be available. Because that's why I mentioned that specifically. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. I, I, I kind of failed at the details there, but yes, that's why I kind of tried to make that point just to start that conversation. Yeah, and then and then with our schools as well. So, sorry, what was the second part of your question to that? Well, I was just simply saying, of course, we can point to the hypocrisy of if you were to write a book about, say, questioning the you know uh, some of the supposed realities of residential schools, right. I'm sure you would have the you would have a very similar attack happening to you uh, that's being heard about you know you know the, the book you know the book banning situation. Uh, if yeah, yeah, you would yeah you you would be you would be told that your book should be banned. Sure. Yeah, of course. There, that's the fun, That's the, the ironic thing. Of course, even the other side has limits to what they think should be. And I mean, we've already seen this even in mainstream culture. I think it's mostly American, but certain books that have been banned in the last two years, like Dr. Seuss, where mm-hmm. we now can't have Aunt Jemima maple syrup and Uncle Ben's rice and whatever. So they're very much okay with banning books and canceling things. Um, and yet when it comes yes. to this territory, their territory, suddenly it's not. Um, and yeah, I just think the whole argument is is really ironic and really weak, honestly, because um, it isn't, uh, there's still a difference between <clears throat> freedom of speech, which I fully support and agree, and I don't think that should be limited, yeah. and then going with what's actually legal, again, going back to the criminal code, like section 152 and 163, um, that needs to be addressed. Like, does this actually meet the standards of the criminal code or does this fall under child pornography and explicit content for kids? And so I think those are just two such separate conversations that the left and NDPs are just trying to merge into one conversation, literally literally to gaslight parents um, to say, you know, yeah, you're just neo-Nazis. And literally during the council meeting that I sat in yesterday, one of the council members who seemed the most I'd say antagonistic. Uh, the others were were much more receptive. Um, you know, the last thing he said to this very sweet old lady, she was quite, I think it was her first time in council. And, and he said, you know, we'll leave the book burning to the neo-Nazis. Um, you know, and so it's not like he directly called her a neo-Nazi, but... Was that Nahani Fontaine in, in a costume? Sorry? Was that Nahani Fontaine in a costume? Sounds like her. Yeah, she was not there. But yeah, one of the council members who I'm sure agrees with everything that Nahani said. Um, and so it's just it's just so ironic because it's not there are two different conversations. Book banning versus what is should be legal and safe for our kids are two different Bingo. Yeah. Exactly. That was the point. Yes. I mean, I just had to ask I just wanted to ask some yeah. of the questions to kind of, you know Yeah, yeah, yeah well, but yes, yeah. I would very much agree with that conclusion. I was very other kind of talking points I think that you know Nahani said and, and others is that we're against um knowledge we're against uh they're basically saying that you know it can't be pornographic because the intention behind it is knowledge but it doesn't matter the intention behind it like the criminal code and how it defines pornography they don't care about the intent behind the content they care about what the content is so you can't just say oh well it's for you know it's in it's 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 for knowledge so it's fine like it's not a free-for-all pass um so that's been the other thing and then making this an inclusivity issue They've said, you know, you're not being inclusive if you're against these books. Again, gaslighting, this is not the conversation we're having. Um, if you're going to claim that it's not being inclusive, you're going to have to show where partiality is being displayed. And it's not there because all well, of the images well, show all different orientations. And we're when, when they say inclusive, they, they're, they're just gaslighting you again. It's an old Nazi tactic. Like they're, it's, it's a tactic taken right out of their book. They would always blame the other side for doing what they were doing. 
Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. 110%. And here's the other thing I want to go make, you know, say to prove that point. And I, I said this right after Nahani did her little useless speech in the legislature. Um, her lying speech in the legislature, I should say. Useless is not good enough a word. Lying. Yeah. Liar. Um, is wouldn't it be reasonable for these individuals, being politicians, being up there, supposed to, supposed to be attacking something that's very important to the people who keep them employed, that they would actually talk about the books themselves, maybe show the books, maybe show an image, maybe debate about the actual physical reality of these things and these pictures and just the reality of what the parents are concerned about in the legislature. But, oh, wait, guess what? Eh, no, whopping zero. But, well... Now, honey, we hope you're watching. Here's what you're not brave enough to do, not enough to do, because you're a liar. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, there it is. That's four books, four books, images from just a couple pages off of four books. Can you see the one in the bottom right, right there? What? That has blur that out as much as you want. Wait, you don't know what's being shown there. You don't know what's being talked about there. My gosh, will they will they ever point? Were they ever 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 in a million years? Do you think Nahani Fontaine would ever want to go show those images on like a massive projector screen inside the legislature and say, "This is what I'm protecting. I'm a hero. This is what I like." You think she's going to say that? You think she would turn to this page, these pages? Show them to the whole general public and the mainstream media. Let's go, hey, maybe she should do it live too. And say, no, I stand by this. You think she would? You think any of them would? No, and they're all doing the opposite. They're showing the most sanitized (laughs) pictures from it. Like CBC ran that article. And they chose like, you know, what should look like basic evolving biology page. And we're like, look, this is what parents are mad about, which made me so mad because I'm like, no, that's not what I'm mad about. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. Did you see the images that are all <laughs> elsewhere in these books? Okay, so that's oral sex up there on the top left. Uh, okay, I think uh, I think we, we got it. I don't, I don't think we need that page there too much more. Right? Like, okay. Oh, by the yeah, way, we, just 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 to get it over with here again. Here's your conservatives. Oh yeah, that's happening this weekend, everybody. <laughs> oh, we got this one too. <laughs> and I'll, I'll start to show some others. Samantha, I throw it to you. Continue to speak, please. I'm going to show some images on screen. Yeah, no, it's just the CBC article and also others. There's local bookstores who are just you know sharing photos of the most again sanitized versions of the pages and totally ignoring the actual concerns. And yesterday, again, during the council meeting, there was one woman who spoke over Zoom and she held up a book. She, I was super proud of her. She just opened the page, put it right to her computer screen. So it was live on our, on our huge screen there. And one of the council members called for decorum and asked her to like, not show anymore. And I was like, ah, it's ah, not ah, okay ah. here. That's a win. Okay. That's a win. Yeah. That's a win. It's okay to show a 10 year old, but it's not okay in a public venue. To an adult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, did somebody record that? Please tell me somebody recorded that. Somebody oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I send you yes. the link. 
Yeah, I love it. Okay. Wish we had that available right now, but okay, we'll we'll get we'll get to that maybe another time. All right, we're gonna pause for a quick sponsor break. Today, I'm sharing with you a small business called A Thousand Elsewhere. I absolutely love it. She is a Christian graphic designer who makes gorgeous gospel-centered products, including hats, sweaters, calendars, notebooks, mugs. I myself got a hat in the mail, the jean hat with gold stitching that says A Thousand Elsewhere on the back and the logo on the front, and I absolutely love it. And you guys, I am really picky about my hats. They have to fit exactly right, it has to be great material, and this hat, is top quality and really really cute you can use code csq friends all capital letters for 15% off your entire order there's no minimum purchase required and you can do this on her online store it's gonna be active from June 15th to the 29th so please go ahead and visit a thousand elsewhere.ca yeah well I think it's interesting that this is becoming like an LGBTQ issue and it seems to be like that community that's pushing for this. I don't really understand yes. wanting to be associated with these books that have explicit sexual content. Um, I guess from their standpoint, they're saying that these books they feel represented in and included in. However, it's unfortunate for them if that is being pushed as like sexually explicit content. I just don't understand wanting to be associated with that like even if they were to push for again i am a christian and i i don't believe homosexuality is right but i love people that are so i can have a difference in opinion and we talked about this on the last time you had me on like tolerance means you can have a different opinion and still love someone um so just want to add that in there but they're they're just pushing for this in ways that doesn't make sense so let's just say they felt represented and included and they want kids to understand that people have different relationships and that's their goal. Okay, great. Have that goal and have that belief that you have. But why does that have to be combined with sexually explicit images? Like, I just don't understand why they're like proud of this. Yes, well said. And I agree 110%. And let's just, I think this is kind of one of our trolls, but let's talk about the priest recently charged with sexual assault of an eight year old here in Manitoba. Yes. Um, well, uh, that man should go to prison for life. I agree. You think I'm going to say something different? You think you're going to troll me on that one and be like, hey, we're, you're, you're protecting. Just like, what, what are you talking? Scott, give your head a shake. <laughs> that man should go to prison for life. For okay. life. No questions asked. That's it. Goodbye. See you later. Don't pray about him. <laughs> you're done. Anyways, uh, yeah, a little oh, harsh, uh, tough love there. Tough love. No, but um, people always bring that up. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Those people should be in jail too. You horrible Christians, you book banning Christians. You you want to go protect people that are doing these things to children? It's like, why on God first would you think that we would? Of course not. What do you think we're talking about what we're talking about? <laughs> no, that guy should get exactly what's coming to him. Have a fun time in prison, boy. It ain't going to be fun. Uh, oops, sorry. Um, <laughs> Anyhow, um, a, a couple of things I wanted to run past you here. As I think we've kind of covered our bases on some of the original topics here. Um, and I know we did speak kind of off air about this, so there's not necessarily a conclusion to this topic, but I want to throw it out again. The Brandon School Board, and, and dovetailing off of that, also the school boards and what you're still continuing, because I think, you know, I learned, I guess, off air, you don't really have any much insight, any more inside baseball than I do about the Brandon School Board. Although I have something I'm going to mention about that, um, a theory 
but dovetailing off of that, some of the other small towns and rural communities and stuff like that, that I know you might be a little better connected to, do you have any kind of inside baseball about any of that? What are some of this, the rural communities in Southern Manitoba going through right now? And is there any changes or any positive anything uh, that has occurred or on the horizon? Not that I'm aware of. Um, I'm connected with one uh, lady who ran for school treasury, Katie Howe, and I'm going to be interviewing her next week. So if you're talking to me from a week from now, I probably have more of an inside scoop on just what's going on there. You Um, need to feature that interview. Like, tell me where to find that. That's going to be. Yeah, I can send it to you next week. Please do. Please do. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not really sure. Um, I feel like our society in general is just going in this direction of sexualization around kids Uh that it's almost just becoming so normalized and i think a lot of these i don't know i guess these board members are just i don't know following the winds of culture like we've got drag shows for kids i know last that's what we talked about last time was story times and it's still still continuing in the province yeah well i don't know if you caught what just happened in quebec as well but they had like an art exhibit did you see that there was a a man that like fully undressed in front of kids and a whole audience of people. And apparently that's totally legal and fine. Um, and so they said that was happening in the name of art. And so they interviewed somebody and they said, well, it's, you know, it's appropriate because it's art. And so again, you have this like, well, it's education, it's art, it's whatever. So it's fine for kids. Yeah. Like, so are the naked ones all dancing around the pretend Jesus on the cross. Like, yeah, yeah. Those, those, those kids to these things, they're ripping up the Bible, the whole thing to continue on. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if that's really an answer for that. Other than that, I think all of society in so many different directions is trying to normalize these. Have things. you heard? Like, have you heard any anything at all? Anything at all about any teacher, library, anybody, anybody in any of the public sector that is done with this? That that, that you know that is kind of turning tail a little bit. Anything like that? Um, I know teachers that are wanting to switch careers or leave because they're, you know, one of the only ones there that are opposed to these things and they see the direction that schools are going. Um, Even Catholic schools or different ones that have a certain, you know, statement of faith that they're changing that subtly, maybe not making that very public. Um, And just all sorts of things where the stands that they once took aren't like that anymore. And so, yeah, I don't know if I... I see them shifting, but they're more just wanting to like almost get out of that career and find something else, which is sad because I think those teachers, you know, need to stay. And I do know some that are staying yeah. and, and making a difference where they're at. And I mm-hmm. commend them for that. I mean, it's, I think that's fantastic. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, that's great to hear. Actually, that's really good to hear. That's a more positive answer than I think I was expecting. And then, so let's just, just cause I have to mention it, the Brandon school board, I played this clip a week ago what the heck is happening there? And my theory is that the city of Brandon, the urban area is kind of like, um, well, I think been taken over by the NDP. And then you have the outliers when you, cause when you hear Brandon, you hear farming community, you think kind of conservatism for like decades and decades, people who vote conservative without even knowing who the candidate is, is kind of what we're talking about, which is sad, but the reality. And, um, which doesn't actually help them, I guess, in this day and age, even with this conversation, which is a whole other topic and equally as sad. Uh, but uh, you think that they would be having a very different vote than what we saw. And yet what we saw was the leader of the school board of the Rainbow Scarf going like, the entire city of Brandon says that they support, you know, and it was like, oh, what? <laughs> Wait a second. Slow it down. How the heck did that happen? <laughs> Why didn't I even get a... 
No one even said like, okay, Brandon's voting on this right now. Like, oh my gosh. Um, what was your take on that? Well, even, you know, I was surprised even by like, I looked at the agenda, uh, the minutes before, or yeah, yeah. the agenda before so it happened. You do have some inside baseball. You do know more than us. <laughs> not a, not a Backstage, you were like, I don't know anything. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So well, you all know. I was going to just point out was even they really highlighted how many emails came in from people opposed versus in support yeah, um, yeah. of keeping the books. And it was insane that there was like 300 and some emails in support of keeping these books in schools uh-huh. and like six emails opposed and i'm like Which, yeah so that's what yeah okay so never mind so that is what that that's what rainbow scarf lady did read out uh in the in the in the, in the press conference there or not yes yeah, so like not just like the school board you know those who are voting but also just the concerned citizens apparently there's only six of them that are opposed how well was this publicized how exactly. well was this yeah. publicized exactly. and actually spoken to the, the only people that would have known about that this was coming up would be the people pushing it and they would have been telling every all their friends if we want this pushed it's a it's a typical political tactic it's used all over the place i've used uh, a similar tactic in in other things yeah uh you get all your your people together and you say go out and and tell your elected representatives about this tell them you're in support of it no matter what it is and some people don't even have a clue what they're supporting yeah so that that's what this I is. I agree 100%. That's exactly what that smelled like right off the hop. It's just sort of like, wait a minute. This is way too slanted to possibly be a logical reality. Like it just it didn't like it clearly doesn't make any sense. Like Samantha just said, it was like 300 400 whatever. It was like basically like uh, the entire city of Brandon uh, just randomly said, you know, oh yeah, we're cool with that. And again, oh, how many people saw the books? How many people saw the images? How many people were at a real meaning, debate, conversation of any one kind with the entire city yeah. of Brandon? Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but yet, oh yeah, and then there was only uh, six uh, six racist farmers. I have no idea what's going on. Like, you liars, you liars. And that's the NDP for you, by the way, which I'm going to say is probably at the hand of this. Um but anyhow, uh, we'll move past that as well, too, because I think that's as much as we could possibly say on that. It seems like everybody agrees. And if we have any Brandonites watching right now, please go ahead, comment, please. Get in touch with us. What's going on? Like, do I have to go try to reach out more uh, one-on-one here? Because I want to know. I'm really interested now. What is going on in Brandon? I do uh, know at- I do know one man that was there at the meeting, and he was also at the council meeting yesterday. Oh, there um, we go. See, you so do, I, you, again, you know more than you said. Sheesh. I'll try to get you connected with him, because I feel like I, I feel like there is more to that story there. I just don't know all of it. There is totally more. What did he say? Did he say anything to you? Um, no, he said something to a friend, but I'm not confident enough to repeat it that it's accurate. So I'll wait. I'll wait to get you connected with him. Oh, okay, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay, that's awesome. All right. Well, you know what, Samantha? I think that's going to do it for our time with you here Thanks tonight. For Oh, no, thank you so much for coming back. It's always a pleasure. And again, I love the fact that, uh, you know, a short little uh, conversation back before going live was sort of like not even worth it because once uh, we really delve into it, like I... Like I was predicting, I was going to say, this is not some pat on my back here. You are very much wired into this conversation and do have so much wonderful information and are connected to some of the people who are still so much involved in this in so many aspects across the province of Manitoba. And for that, we cannot thank you enough. I don't give a darn what you tell me backstage. I love that you, of course, you do have a good bead on this conversation and are in touch with the people that 
can assist with pushing, you know, with understanding the conversation in the way that, of course, we have our provincial politicians um, trying to bastardize the conversation, um, NDP specific. Uh, but again, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you back. You're welcome back anytime. So whenever there is more news, especially on that Brandon front, you let us know and get me in co contact with that Brandonite as well, too, because that's going to be important. Thank you so much, uh, Samantha. You're a pleasure to have on anytime. God bless and have a great rest of your night. Take care. You too. Thank you. Thank you.